a stunt woman, I would have definitely cupped, cupped her butt. Right. I, I didn't like a basketball. <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason why you got kicked out of CNN. <laughs> Canceled. Again. Oh, she got he just she just smacked him in the face, and that's where his bruise is. Oh, his whole face is whoop. They're doing hilarity with the. Okay, so now they've broken into the office of Rebecca Meeks. Can you believe that shit? Emily Meeks. Emily Meeks. Meeks. So so she's a bad person, but they're doing something bad. Whoa, what was that thing she tossed on the floor? Did you see it? No, look at the paper files. Oh, was the, the, the director the picture wanted of, you to see it. The director wanted you to see it. Was it a picture of uh, Judge Reinhold from 100 years ago? Well, it fell upside down onto the floor. The director just wants us to know, hey, somebody might bump into this drop thing. Right. Hey, audience. Look okay. at that safe. Yeah, they find a safe, and they're all happy. But the thing is, how are they going to open a safe? Right? He's going to be a safe cracker now? It's a really old safe. It's like in the 19th century. Once again, look how nice and clean that car is. All the cars are perfect. That's not too dusty. So this is shot in South Africa, and these American cars, they've probably had them lying around. Yes, probably. It seems like this location, like, they found a place to shoot the movie, and they made a movie around it. It wasn't like ah, that's they built possible. the set. I got to tell you, the internet just never lets me know. Okay, so here comes Ox, and he's about to get whacked in the nuts. Ox balls. Because did not say that the golf wasn't invented back then. That's right. That would be an anachronism. <laughs> this movie, one thing, is historically accurate. Well, I think it was probably literally invented, but it was way over in Scotland, and how would it ever make its way to the consciousness of? It- I know we still have 20 minutes, but I still have some more ghost questions, Carl. Okay. Like, when you when you die and you become a ghost, you are the same age of, of your death. Wait, no, right? no, I'm not answering. Like I'm you not can't answering. be like... No, no, wait, I'm not answering. I'm ghosting what? you. <laughs> Carl? I'm sorry. Carl? <laughs> Ask your question again. Weird. I saw three dots on the screen, and then you disappeared. Uh, do you get to pick your clothing as a ghost? I, I don't know. Look at that. He's using telekinesis powers. Oh, no, he's holding it. Yeah, he is. And that's yeah. to prove to her that there is a ghost. Do you get it now? So do you get to pick your clothing as a ghost? Or is it like what you wore when you died? I, I don't know the answer. Obviously, in his, like, 1880s getup, and when he had his gunslinger shootout, he was dressed in that. To be fair, everyone's dressed like they're in the 1880s. 
Yes, that is true. Look at his fringe jacket, by the way, his leather jacket with the fringe. Oh, what's well, that they, thing he just... They stepped on that, the thing the director threw there. This is the same picture I have in my wallet. Now, why would Emily Miles have the uh, my picture? Unless oh. she's my mom. Is that true? Love that is... That is what that's got to be true. Now, so the they movie will act like he's not sure, but how can you not be sure? He just found the identical yeah. picture. Look, a ghost just told you. That meanie, that meanie right there is his mom. Oh, I got you. Now, isn't that complicated? The enemy, <laughs> the bad guy, yeah. Right. So They're gonna get a pizza. They broke into that hidden room looking for the deed, just like you know, Danny broke into her office looking for the deed. Now they come home right. to find Granny had fainted and she goes, Well, you know, I'm frail. I serve that purpose in the script, you know. This place is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, when the quarantine's lifted, I'm going straight over to play pinball. You see, yeah, see the pinball and, and the, like, jukebox kind of thing in the back? Pinball center stage. Look at the cameras moving. This guy does that direct. <laughs> you see that swimming? Yeah, he had 45 years of directing. He must have cracked this. He's like, is this a documentary or a kid's movie? Kid's movie. Okay, it's just oh, with or without Eric Roberts. Okay. Without Eric Roberts. Okay, well. Without, with, it, with or without Eric Roberts. No, no, it's a... Okay. We should. Right. I'll have this for you in three months. And we've been rolling since this conversation. That's right. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's it. Blood. All right, Grant. We're going to take you away from this movie. I Another provide series. something for you to care for. Oh. Speaking now, you get to care for her. Oh no, it's uh who's on the bed? Is it the here's, ghost? Here's your hot tea. Yeah, right. When when Danny first saw her, he goes, Ah what's her I thought oh, I'm sorry, I thought I saw a ghost. I thought <laughs> I was foreshadowing of what was to come. I thought I saw a ghost. Jeez. Have you ever drank liquid in bed? I always spill like hot liquid. Yeah. A lot of confidence. I um I like to drink my seltzer in a glass, right? But when I'm in bed, I drink it out of the can because, yeah, I will spill it. I will absolutely spill it. <laughs> absolutely spill it. Look drink at that. Two car crash. Never. Right. So he's putting two and two together. Now, you know, it's got to be that my mother and my father, I don't know, there was a car crash. She was pregnant. You know, he died. She gave me up. He's trying to figure it out. Now, she's overhearing 
And she's like pissed off. You know, the bad guy of this film is your mother. What the fuck? When were you going to tell me this? Well, you, I just found out. Well, when are you going to tell me your suspicions? I've caught you. Right, Mike? Danny is not a slouch, uh, by the way. His name is Andrew Kavovit. 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 And I mentioned he's their Star Trek connection. He was one of the portrayers of Paul Ryan as a youngster in the CBS soap opera As the World Turns. And he did it for five full years. He got an Emmy in 1990. <clears throat> He had a main role in the short-lived CBS primetime series, The Magnificent Seven. Uh, in 2014, he was on an episode of Shark Tank, believe it or not, dedicated to child investors with his daughter. And his daughter's name is Kiowa. Kiowa. I cannot – her daughter's name is Kiowa Kavovit. Okay. Uh, he was on Full House once, Married with Children once, NYPD Blue once. He, this is interesting. In 2000, he played he played the David Cassidy story. He was David Cassidy. That's pretty high billing. TV movie. So basically now he's saying, like, where are you going? So he's having a heart-to-heart. -heart. That's right. That's right. He was saying, even though I didn't shoot the gun, even though I didn't kill her with my bullet, it's all my fault still. And, uh, you know, I have to make this right. I have to. So here's the keys to my car. The body's in the trunk. <laughs> You're going to bury it, girl. Bury her anyway. <laughs> no, he's like, the choice is yours. You could leave and be a jerk, or you could stay. So he's like, I'm leaving and being a jerk. The ghost is like, I'm out of here, too. Right. And now, look who's getting her heart broken. No, but they're enemies. But she is. She's sniffling. They're not related, right? No, That's they're not, not related. Look, they're enemies, but it's complicated. So you know he's like them. He's a Capulet. She's a Hatfield. <laughs> but he doesn't know he's a Capulet. She doesn't know she's a McCoy? She knows she's, she's a, McCoy. a McCoy. Now look, the ghost says, screw that. I, 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 I'm taking, he took him back in time again. Oh man, he fell right into that stun window. Look how Whoa. big that explosion was. Absolutely ridiculous. It was a motorcycle. Burned the whole place down. Oh no, CGI! She screams out, CGI! <laughs> Look at the CGI flame. The CGI fire licking in there. We can only afford one flame at a time. Why'd you do that, you jerk? I can't let you leave. Now they're That's back all. in time, and they're going to witness what we saw at the beginning of the film. It is the shootout. I don't... Oh, right. He's destined to relive it, you see. He so that means we're at the end of the film. 
he walks around, he can't talk to anybody, but he can be where he wants. He can be in the real world. He can be in this world. But if he's in this world, there's only so, so many places he can be. And this is one of them. The shootout. <clears throat> he's like, Lucius, do something about it. I have tried hundreds of times. Well, I've never tried and I'm real. Look at this. That's Joshua. So is this Lucius of his time period shows up during this reenactment or he just he, he watches this himself. without himself. He sees himself. Okay, that's good. They really did the special effect. <laughs> I'm acting when she gets killed. Oh, right. I'm acting. Okay. You paid for judge, you'll get judge. <laughs> the love of your life just got shot, so you're really hurt. Go, roll him. I'm acting. I will not do this scene. Listen, you're not getting paid unless we do the scene. Oh. <laughs> so young. Do you know who you're talking to? Why I'm Judge Reinhold. I am super judgy. I will judge you. Now look. Look who's not going to let her get shot. Wait a minute. The guy from the future showed up? Yep. Now look. He's going into his own body. Can't this has never happened before. So the ghost showed up in the present tense? That's right. And this time, the outcome has changed. He's been shot and killed. Carl. And the girl is saved. Is saved. This is this part of the Twilight Zone episode where Rod Sterling walks off the stage. <laughs> That's it. Fuck this script. I'm out of here. Rod Sterling's like, what the fuck? I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> so what it is is <laughs> he went into the ghost world, and because he was real, he was able to save her life. And... This means that Judd righted the wrong, right? And he got killed. Joshua lives, his wife lives, and and uh, and, and Meeks gets killed. Now we have this interesting, weird moment in which they're mother and and son. Yeah. Right. And she needs to explain what happened, how they were in love, how it was her father who wouldn't let her keep the child if there wasn't going to be a father around. Um, <clears throat> shipped her off to California. She had the baby and gave it away in accordance with his wishes. She never thought she'd see him again. It's touching. It's touching. But, like, see, she's the bad guy. So... It's hard. She doesn't want to be bullshit. So that makes this movie better, right? But yes. It be. Now, guess what they've just discovered in that old photo? The deed. Uh, a deed. That's indeed. Oh, wait, he does the deed with this? No. It was in her picture frame the whole time. Indeed. Indeed. So now, 
He's like, she'll just fight us. She'll just fight us. And she goes, well, maybe I don't have to. You want to listen? No, not really. Can you play the audio? Okay. You know, I don't necessarily have to fight you. Oh, so they're not setting up a sequel. It's the first movie I know that doesn't set up a sequel at the end. We're all done here. There's yeah, no need right. to extend the story. Well, surely, nope. Full resolution. Now what that it's like, you did all it's the credits up front. Extremely hard partnership, but these two enemy families maybe can come together. And this is the final lifting of the curse for Judd, and now he will trot his horse up into the heavens. He will ride off into the sunset. Have he doesn't turn into a bag of bones? No, he does not turn into a bag of bones. Also, M M Mike, with with Joshua alive and Isabella and uh, Isabella alive, what was her name? History, the future was it's got to be changed. Now you have right. a man walking the earth and another man who isn't. It's got to be a different world today. Completely out of balance. It's yep. Meeksburg when it comes back to present time. It's got to be like Marty McFly comes home and his parents are rich. His dad's an author. He's got a trans. Uh, He's got a big kick up. Does he? Isn't it? Does he get a kick out of the fact that this ghost movie has time travel? <laughs> yes. Oh, there he is. He's on a sky horse. Yeah. He's no more. Freed. Now I'm stuck in heaven. Oh, look at that! That's from the trailer. I told you that was the final scene from the trailer with the ghost. Uh, yep. so you ghost did say leaves. it. You did say it. How can you beat this? The love replaces on fire, no less. <laughs> wow. And it ends with the executive in charge of production. Jesus Christ. Carl, what do you think of this movie? Uh, this movie was not good, but at the same time, like it was a made-for-TV, straight-to-video kind of movie, but at the same time, they did what they were supposed to do. They did their job, and it was well-written, and it was well-acted, except for Judd Hirsch when he was pretending to be... Except for Judge Reinhold when he was pretending that he was upset that the woman had died. Other than that, it was very good acting. Uh, I thought this movie was a piece of shit. It doesn't make any sense. Like You could try to unpack it, but I mean, not that it's like complicated in that sense, but it, a stranger walks into a town, that has a family feud, a ghost besides to him, he solves it, and it's, then winds up his mom is, it winds up he's the son of the mom. No, he did. He wasn't a stranger coming to town. He was going but to Meeksville because that's where he thought his mother was. He was right. Yes, he was right. And so it's understandable. And, and oh, he seemed to yeah. be a relative. And only a ghost could show him the true way home. <laughs> I don't know if only a ghost could have, but that is what happened. Okay, okay. Young buckaroo, feisty uh, grandma. It's believable if you believe in ghosts. And a talking monkey named Rambo. <laughs> named Bonzo. Named Bonzo. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, Carl and I are split. He gives a thumbs up. I give a thumbs down. Oh, Cisco. Oh. oh, Ebert. Oh, you Ebert. I oh, can't believe it. Yes. Uh, Carl, next week we're going to watch another movie. We're yeah. going to keep going. We'll yeah. keep going.
We'll be back next week. We'll be back next Sunday on Mutiny Radio, and we'll also be on your podcast feeds. Carl, the movie next week, oh, it's going to be about a night. Night of the Juggler. So it's a, Um, I think he, uh, yeah, Juggler. Juggler. 1980? What is it? 1980, yeah. Okay. Okay. Should we see if there's a trailer for Night of the Juggler? Do it. Okay. Night. Of the, I'm not really talking to my phone. Maybe calm down on me. I'll talk to. I'll say it to my phone. Uh, I see the full length movie. I don't really see a trailer. trailer. Night of the Juggler, 1980. Are you sure it's a trailer and not like best scene or end credits or whatever? Uh, night. No, it's no. It's an hour and forty one. Oh yeah, here's WPIX Night of the Juggler promo, 1986. So you want to see a TV commercial for it? Yeah. It's New York. It takes place in New York, too. Okay, I see it, too. Uh, Ro- do you Robast, wanna... Ro- Robat C, 2009? Yeah, Robat C, 2009. Okay. Yeah. You want to do audio or me? Uh, I can do the audio. Okay. Oh, this great. is good. It starts off. Well. All right. Tell- let me see the nostalgic. Okay. okay tell three, me. two, one, go. The Saturday movie will continue. Not a promo, I guess. I guess it is. Sunday night at 6, only on Channel 11. Ooh, at 6 o'clock in the evening. I cannot wait. Sunday at 6. Sunday at 6, guys. So that's the family hour. It's one hour before the family hour. It's one hour before 60 minutes. If it gets too scary, you can turn on 60 minutes for the last 6 hour. Uh, All right, Night of the Juggler, 1980. Uh, As you heard, it played in 1986 on WPIX New York. Uh, Carl, that'll be our movie next week. All right, excellent. When it says juggler, does it does it mean juggling balls or is it talking about the, your jugular your jugger juggler vein? Yeah, well, that's a really good question. I thought like someone's attacking you in the New York City alley, so you throw a rock at them and they just <laughs> keep using it, and yeah, then you're like, wait a throw a second even, rock. <laughs> you're not even juggling. You just you throw a ball on your right hand and throw in two balls alternately in your left. It just gives it crazy. Oh, now you're juggling. Oh, now you're juggling the three. Yeah. You try to throw a flaming bowling pin at them. <laughs> he caught it. Night of the Juggler. Rated R. Sunday, 6 p.m. So it's an early night. Early night of the Juggler. 6 yeah, p.m. Over by yeah. eight. Yeah. Wow, that All was right, a well, throwback to uh, PIX, and it also reminds you that. Back then, you had to wait until Sunday at 6. There was no, like, when you're ready and when you get to it, you could sit down and yeah, take a half an hour and stream, you know, take two hours and stream a film. Right, so, yeah. Sunday and, at 6, you had to and get it, Especially your, if film is right with this one. You you know, it's it only shows up like 2 in the morning or 6 in the afternoon, so catch it when you can. Yeah, you had to be home from work. You had to know it ahead of time. It was a sticky note on your fridge. 
You had my. You had a VCR in '86. Don't don't play it down. Oh yeah. Well, you could program it, right? The time had to be right, and you could program. Well, you had to tell your roommate. You had to say, "Listen, Ma, I'm going to be out of the house, but at six o'clock on Sunday, I need you to turn on P. Ma, are you listening? Turn on PIX. Hit record. And can you, can you like not record the commercials? I'll be back. <laughs> Oh boy, protect memories. All right, Carl, uh, anything to promote? Mutiny uh, Radio? Yeah, no. Um, Mutiny Radio, yeah, I have this podcast I do with my friend Mike. It's called LWAFLMOYT. Check it out. You can always go to carlsex.com, but don't go to mutinyradio.fm and hit the donate button. Sounds good. All right, until next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced mutiny! You mad! Oh, my turn offs are guys who say you mad. You mad? Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman.
Go to the count off or inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Count off a son. happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience puppets kittens unicorns born maybe oh, well stage shine makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every friday from 6 to 8 p.m but you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FM Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Hi everybody, uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman and welcome uh, here on MutinyRadio.fm, PSCRCollective.org. Absolutely. And uh, I'm with here Pam uh, Benjamin. How are you doing, Mike Spiegelman? I'm doing well, and I just want to welcome everybody to our second episode of Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube together, live. With Mike, Mike Spiegelman. Spiegelman. And our special guest, Pam, Pam Benjamin. Benjamin, yeah. Pam Benjamin. Good stuff. Mike Good. Spiegelman. Pam, uh, Mike Spiegelman of the layover, other fame. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I would like to be known as. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I uh, do run a show over in Oakland uh, at the bar called The Layover. So if you're ever in Oakland, go to the bar called The Layover. And you've been doing that for like six years now. Six and a half years. Who's counting? I don't really bring it up. <laughs> when would I have the opportunity? <laughs> six and a half years, yeah. Is that longer than your marriage, or is that the same amount of time? No, my marriage isn't going on. Uh, it's approaching 11 years. Wow! Yeah, so. Congratulations. Thank you. That's exciting. It's not uh, Father's Day, by the way. It's not Father's Day? I thought today was Father's Day. And I was doing a Father's Day show. I guess that's next week will be Father's Day. Uh, anyway, so we are, uh, the show's called 
let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube together, live with Mike Spiegelman and Pam Benjamin. Hey. And uh, the idea is that we are going to watch a full-length movie selected from YouTube, uh, and we're going to watch it in real time. Uh, if you have the podcast, go ahead to go to YouTube, and that's available on your phone. On, yeah, computer, on your tablet. On your tablet. Yeah, uh, your kids have it. Yeah, everywhere. Do you, I have my Nintendo DS. 3DS has it. Uh, my my uh, video game machines, PlayStation 3 has it. Everything has YouTube. My yeah. brain has YouTube. So, yeah, go go to Pam Benjamin's brain <laughs> and go to YouTube. So we are uh, dipping into the Paramount Vault mm. uh, YouTube channel. Uh, so if you go type in Paramount Vault, with the movie uh, we're going to watch... I'm, Masters I, of the Universe. I'm really excited. Yeah. I was actually, uh, I used to be a camp counselor, and my name was She-Ra. Oh, yeah. the whole camp for the whole summer? Yeah, the whole summer. I worked in a sleepover, a sleepaway camp where you weren't allowed to use your real names. I don't know why, uh, as an adult, but you'd... Even even the even the counselors would call each other by their. Everyone called me Shira all summer. That's awful. Yeah, I worked with a person named Treetop. Oh. I never uh, knew a real name, but she was Treetop. Her name was Treetop. Yeah, everyone called her Treetop. All the kids, all the counselors, everybody. Oh. There was wow. an Elmo. There was a Super Grover. This is just a horrible story. <laughs> I was Shira. It goes with the Masters of the Universe. And the thing was, the kids at that time they didn't know what the Masters of the Universe were. Oh yes, they, they, they were like Shira. Yeah, what does that even mean? What about the kids? Were the kids were able to use their real name? Or yeah, yeah, the kids used their real name, but I think that they wanted anonymity with the counselors, so it would be like you go to sleepaway camp and you had your your daughters. Sleepaway camp. It was sleepaway camp. So I had them for an entire week. They never knew my real name. They only knew me as Shira for the entire oh. summer. Well, what were the camp counselors? Did they know that you were Pam? Did, nobody called me Pam. They just called me Shira. Oh. And it was at a Christian camp, so you'd be praying and stuff, and you'd oh. be like, "Dear God, I hope that Shira's cabin doesn't suck yeah. this this week or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> Please, dear God, may tree top, uh, tree trunks uh, cabin wind tomorrow's marathon. Right. The, uh, oh, by the way, today was the uh, San Francisco triathlon. Uh, healthy people marathon yeah that was uh, you wait in line for brunch then you eat brunch hmm. and then you wait in line for coffee right that's yeah. the San Francisco marathon very funny alright so uh, yeah uh, I will, so we are going to do Masters of the Universe from the 80s uh, this is of course with Dolph Lundgren uh, as you can hear me pounding away what do I, Safari is it? I don't know what Safari is. Okay, so go ahead to uh, YouTube. I won't read out the number, but uh, we are going to press play on Masters of the Universe. It's available on the YouTube channel, The Paramount Vault. Go to The Paramount uh, Vault. 50, 50 movies, full length. Full length. And now, uh, of course, all the commercials popping up. Oh, this one is closed captioning, which is what we prefer. Uh, we're not going to be listening to the sound, uh, us personally, but... Uh, you can. Oh, uh, yeah. If yeah. you want. You want. should be listening to this, though. All right, so we're going to sync up together. So I'm going to go ahead and press play, and hopefully an ad will play. So I have this positive zero, colon zero, zero. Because we love ads. Here comes the play. MutinyRadio.fm. Oh, all right. It's starting right away. starts immediately. So we're going to go full screen. Yeah. Uh, sign of quality, Canon... Timeless. Yeah, they went we're, we're going into the um, Matrix. They just Ooh. broke it apart for us. These guys are really classy. Golden Globus production. I like that two-tone on the... Uh these these fonts it looks like it's a solid gold. Yeah, they, they made that little shimmer too happen. Yeah. Look at there's the shimmer. They must have yeah, six yeah. million dollars on it. Dolph Lundgren. Amazing. Yeah. Is this before or uh, before or after um, the Rocky movie? 
It's got to be after, right? Uh, yeah, because before he would be like six bills. Uh, oh, here's some plot point. Castle Grayskull. We yeah, all know about Castle know. Grayskull. That's where Nancy Pelosi lives with her twin uh, <laughs> brother, Skeletor. No, no, no. That's where Danielle Steele lives. <laughs> that's at the top of the hill yeah. there. Yeah, yeah Grayskull. And Grayskull at the top of the mountain next uh, to the beautiful park. People get the, those two mixed up. So here's the kind of plot point, but we're all fans of He-Man. We know this here, the story of He-Man is obvious. Oh, ooh, look at that. Oh, oh rainbow sparkles. I have a pair of shoes, the sneakers that color, and they're collectible, so I hang them on my wall. Starring Billy Barty. I don't know who that is. He, you, you recognize. These are all really great, like fake names, though. John Cipher. These are all Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. She's what a, a real fake person. name. <laughs> fake name, though. James Tolkien. He was uh, the principal in Back to the Future. Chelsea Field, another, another Chelsea nobody. Chelsea Field, that's where I used to play soccer. <laughs> Robert Duckett Mitchell. Oh, Christine Pickles. That is not a real name. Christina Pickles. It's got to be a I love one. Christina Pickles. Oh, I say Evelyn. Christina Pickles. Chris Pickles. Wow. At least you know she doesn't use an initial because no one else in the Screen Actor Guild signed up their names as Christina Pickles. There's a only one. Your real name is Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. No, actually, it's uh, Mike Pickles, and I had to change it to Spiegel because the kids would mock me. So I'm wondering if you were going to be uh, have to change your name for Hollywood to be or to be a famous comedian. What would you change your name to? Well, first off, to be a famous comedian, I've got a time machine and go back 25 years, start <laughs> over. Uh, but the uh, first thing I would do 25 years ago is uh, I would have two first names, ah. which is the classic. Like think of all your favorite comedians. It's always two names. So Dimitri Martin. Dimitri Martin, have a Seymour. Dane Cook. Dane you don't have a person named Cook. And nobody likes Dane Cook except me. That's well, okay. what about, like, uh, I don't know, Dave Anthony? Uh, right. Uh, I don't know. The, the most obscure guy I can think of. But the point is, is that uh, I'll be... Okay, this is way too much like Star Wars. They oh, have the 50 Darth Vaders standing there with guns. Look at oh. those. Those are all Darth Vaders. These are like stuntmen breaking Vader, their Darth bones. Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. The probably Golden Globus had him like dressed as gladiators like a 20 minutes beforehand for another movie. <laughs> I run over to the science fiction movie. And put your helmet on. It's the same outfit. Actually, they were in a Nazi film ahead of time. And then they just put the helmet on. They're fine. That was the only thing Hasbro agreed to like just bring up the fear. <laughs> bring up the fear. <laughs> More Nazis. They're so scary. They're These are all Hasbro executives in the background like making sure their property is the intellectual property is played right. Yeah. Intellectual. I mean, I was a huge. This is right in my age range when I was a kid watching cartoons. I watched Masters of the Universe. I watched. I mean, it was what 1984, 85. So I was in like fourth and fifth grade. It's like right in my wheelhouse. I think uh, He Man Masters in the Universe was from 1979 to 1986, and then they did She Ra from 1986, and then they said, you know, we're not interested in the idea anymore. Everything shut down 1987. Yeah. There you okay. go. Well, no, that's fair. I mean, because, let's see, and I graduated from junior high in 1988, so it was still, I'd probably still be watching cartoons. I still watch cartoons now. I don't give a fuck. Do you watch them on Netflix, on Hulu? I've recently been watching Truly Outrageous, Truly, Truly, Truly Outrageous Jam. I've been rewatching the gems that just came out. On the gem movies are so good. Uh, I didn't see the movie. I've just been watching the old videos, and boy, are they terrible. I'm like, this is what I was raised on? Oh, man. There is a uh, Dark Knight comics, I think, or a Dark, Dark Horse. Uh, they have a collection of He-Man uh, and the Masters of the Universe comics, which I took, I checked out from the library, and it's the complete edition of these comic books that were printed in Mexico 
that had the adventures uh, of uh, He-Man. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, if we're syncing up, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching a movie together. Feel free to give us a call if you're listening to this live at 415-550-0511. Pam Benjamin and myself, Mike Spiegelman, are watching. We are approaching the five-minute mark of a full-length movie here on YouTube. This is our first, uh, this is some really great special effects happening. Uh, Skeletor yeah, don't, don't projecting blink. himself. Five, we're at five minutes, 5.02 right now, if you're synced up with us. And, uh, and he's saying... Uh, the droids are not, these are not the droids you're looking for it's holograms this is like watching CNN news they got the hologram up there what's, what's your election prediction right I say Skeletor for the win uh, but the thing I appreciate about Skeletor is he doesn't have hair and he's not wearing a hairpiece so I'm really impressed with that uh, oh. as opposed to other um, political uh, cam campaign people right yeah, now that might have fake yeah. hair and might not be able to say you know what I am a skull and I am bald and that's okay the words no budget comes in mind <laughs> <laughs> when, when it came to choices like that. Uh, <laughs> Look at his. He has bigger boobies than I do. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph wow, Lundgren, you got to yeah. give it to him. He's, he's like a C cup right there. You know he's hung like a horse. You know. As I, Hollywood legends go. Is that is that a thing that they say? Yeah, that is a thing that uh, that they say about this. Is thing. that in the, the the 1985 blogs before the? That was in Spy Magazine, which was the 1985 blogs before <laughs> the. Uh, so before the internet, there's Spy Magazine, and they did talk about his memoir. So this is unlike Conan because he has a gun. So he has a sword like Conan. Yeah. Uh, this is like Crawl, where they got like lasers. Oh, I love Crawl. Oh my God, Crawl is one of my favorite movies of all time. Best video game of all time. I didn't know there was a video game for Crawl. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Though. I love that weird little star. I started throwing. We actually came into San Francisco when I think I was like in fourth grade, and we went to Chinatown, and my brother distracted my parents so that I could buy a throwing star because oh. of crawl and so i would go that's insane we would go to the garage and we had this one wall and we'd throw these throwing stars at the wall and pretend that we were like in the crawl world except that i wasn't like the princess i was like trying to save the princess with the did you like so you guys like distracted your parents in Chinatown? Mm -hmm. Bought some crawl nunchucks. Yeah, no, no, the, the throwing stars. So, so, I'm sorry. Nunchucks are like the. And then you like put them in your jacket mm -hmm. and then sat in the back seat of your parents' car. Absolutely. Drove back home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then went into the garage and <laughs> threw them at the wall incessantly without them knowing. Oh, it's so painful. Yeah. So good, painful. They have just caught a leprechaun. If you're watching this movie. Oh. Oh, oh boy. He's actually. Is it, um, it's got to be the only, uh, is it Warwick Davis? No, this is Billy Barty. Oh, okay. This is Billy Barty. Dang it. I, was, uh, I thought Warwick was the only one they've ever used. Oh, no, no, no. According so, to him, he's so, the only one who's ever been in any movies. Uh, Billy Barty has been in, I guess, a thousand movies. Ooh. At least. Baron von Munchausen, I'm sure. Sure, yeah. yeah. Tiny people. What's the one where the seven dwarfs are running around? Not Snow White, but... Under the Rainbow, which is a full-length movie available on YouTube. <laughs> right. It is, actually. I've watched the entire thing on YouTube. People, the whole point of this podcast is that you listen to this as a podcast or listen to this live or listen to sync with the movie or don't listen to the sync, but uh, definitely pick up the uh, RSS feed and, and listen on, on however you listen. This is happening every week, uh, oh. except for Father's Day. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll do a different. Say. Maybe we'll do it again. No, we'll do it. No, we don't have to. We, your your child is important. You should bring your child. You should watch it. You should bring a specific movie, and you should have your child guest come in here. Come in here and guest. Yeah, but Absolutely. then I won't be able to talk, uh, have to keep my humor. Right. Yeah. You, you have to keep it PG. I have to keep it like you know puns and uh, Barbie doll related. <laughs> Does she watch the bar the silly Barbie doll thing on Netflix? That's a terrible, terrible show. I have uh, Barbie's Dream House. It's awful. Uh, Don't no. let her watch it. It's terrible. No, Barbie has a couple DVD adventures where Oof. she's a ballerina, and she I don't know she's like someone she gets mistaken for a spy or something. I don't know the storylines, but <laughs> and like they go, where is the microfilm? It's hard for Barbie to dance on point because her boobs are so big that she'll fall over. It's just the oh, well, tiny well, feet and and uh, really she's top problem. heavy. She's ballerina ring. I saw a live ballerina show at uh, Bravo Theater with a bunch of kids. It was cute. Right on. Friday, yeah. Your daughter's ballerina? Yeah, she was in there. She was good. Right on. All right, so uh, <coughs> they're doing something with tuning forks or claws. So I, I actually don't know what's going on, to be honest with you. Tila. We don't know who Tila is. She's like, she's, hopefully she dies. They gotta, you got to kill someone on page 20, you know what I mean? It's actually Tila Tequila. Ah. Uh, right now apologizing on Twitter for the last tweets you wrote. <laughs> Tila te Tequila is still a, still a person out in the, she's a personage in the blogosphere. Oh, all you have she to do is read her Twitter page for about uh, a, six posts. And you'll she became famous because of Pants Off, Dance Off. Did you know that? That's where she was first seen, was on Pants a show off. called Pants Off, Dance I'm Off. I'm familiar with Pants Off, Dance yeah. Off. Yeah, and then from that, it I got became... my style from that show. <laughs> That's why I'm not wearing pants. It's radio. You can, you can do it however you want. You can be wearing... It could be Sunday bathroom drinking day. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's basically Sunday bathroom drinking day. Dolph Lundgren looks like he needs a drink. He looks pretty misty. He needs to get someone to dab his forehead. No, I, they're shooting lasers in a cave. Now, the very principle of lasers is that it shoots at the speed of light. So there's no absolute with lasers. Like, there's no, there's no wiggle room. Like, how do they, people keep dodging? I never understand these movies where, like, they create these weapons and they purchase these weapons and they always miss. I, I agree with this. If it's a laser... Yeah. That's it's speed of light. You can't move out of the... If it's already... If they've... Press the trigger, you're dead. Right. Right, because yeah. of physics and stuff, properties of physics. Right, so they're going to, like, just escape it. And uh, why are they in some weird underground clubhouse? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's just the Mickey Mouse clubhouse. Yeah. They, they also, well, oh, the little rascals are there. Buck, we get out of the... <laughs> I'll find the key. I thought it was going to be a microphone with this film. Really, the costumes aren't bad. This is a high-budget film. The costumes probably like cause everyone to get like skin cancer like 30 years later. <laughs> There's lead. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to make the armor really heavy. Oh my god, where did they get this like... Storming the castle. The set. It's uh, great, they built it. They built it, they're like, okay, we want flaming columns and we want some space lighting and we want some... I uh, think they actually... Staircases, we need a lot of staircases in this movie. Is Paramount the same ones they put out on um, Star Trek, right? Sure. So yeah. this was actually probably an old Star Trek one, and they just put some flaming cauldrons and <laughs> changed the paint on it, and they're like, oh, Starship Enterprise, nothing. No, now it's the weird lair. The producers of Xanadu had a garage sale. Right. Oh, yeah, we'll take this. <laughs> Someone's going to roller skate around. <laughs> There's going to be a dance break <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Xanadu's a great film. Gene Kelly, killing it. 
as an old man. Oh, that movie is terrible. It's great. There's a dance sequence in the middle that just, he's trying to bring it back to the old 50s and early 60s like films, I and it's so great. I bet so you great. don't realize this, but you probably watched a movie that the director of Xanadu directed called Outfoxed, a no. documentary of, excuse me, Fox News. I have not. And he's done other documentaries. He now does like documentaries about how Bush... Uh, is a bad president. You should check it out. Duh. <laughs> like, did you know that our current president Bush, he's like screwing the country. It's definitely eye-opening. I've I've read a lot of books about the about how he stole that second election away from Al Gore and the sadness and. Well, people didn't want. Hanging chads. They didn't, it's, Four and then more it, years of uh, Clinton, so that's what happened. Except that okay, so Al Gore invented the internet. Come on, he was a different guy. I think he was more <laughs> progressive than Clinton, anyways. I know he didn't invent the internet. He was just in the Navy at the time and put a lot of funding toward it in the early '80s. That's all. So he didn't invent it. He just put funding toward it, just like Skeletor. He put just a lot like of funding Skeletor. into yeah, the internet. <laughs> so this is for, uh, Skeletor for president, 2016. Skeletor, I don't know where they're hanging out. Like this, like interior, so like roomy and has staircases and it's made of. They're in. They're in Castle Grayskull. Oh, Castle Grayskull is beautiful. I want to. On the inside. Do they have like an Airbnb? (laughs) (laughs) It's in one of the eyes that outlooks the entire land. This is when I change my name so I can get like people think I'm Jewish and then I can get into their house. Mike Grayskull. That's a good name. Yeah. Hey, I'm Mike Skull. (laughs) And I was looking to use your Airbnb at Castle Grayskull. Yeah, Skull doesn't sound Jewish. Come on in. Actually, Skull sounds hella Jewish. (laughs) Well, high school, that's. That's actually uh, like Swedish. That's what they say when they cheers, cheers, chin, chin in like, you know, the Netherlands, the upper regions of the world. It's high school. Not skull, but S-K-O-L. Neither here nor there. You're not. Oh, here comes the laser beam. Duck, duck. And why would he have swords if he has laser beams? And so your sword can counteract a laser yeah, beam? Right. You would think that your sword would be cut in half by a laser beam. No, no. This it is wouldn't reflect at all. Science fiction sci- uh, fantasies of the 80s where you have like barbarians with lasers, sandals and lasers, is that the lasers get reflected. Uh, uh, yeah, there by, you just did it. Yeah, by, by the swords. We'll, 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 are they made of valerian steel? Like how are they negating these they're lasers? They're made of valerian steel that negates <laughs> lasers. <laughs> it works against white walkers and lasers. Oh, okay. This troll. Oh, oh, here's the tuning forks. He's got it. It's working, it's working. So cartoon has a good diminutive character that looks cute as an animated form, and then the real-life version is Billy Bardian wearing some evil leprechaun, like half-baked leprechaun outfit. Yeah. Because it's based on some He-Man cartoon character, and his gun is like... And when does his... uh, What's the name of his cat that he rides? Why hasn't he ridden his cat yet? His office cat. His cat's name uh, Hamilton after the uh, play they saw. The musical was really, they decided they had their cat after the musical. Could you imagine He-Man the musical? Masters of the Universe, the musical. Masters. Universe. Well, Masters of the Universe in the 80s also uh, took life of its own when it was used as the Wall Street uh, brokers who would uh, play fast and loose, the Gordon Geckos. Really? They yeah. were called the Masters of the Universe? Yeah, because they could make billions of dollars uh, just through insider trading or what have you. But that was like kind of a more positive like uh, boiler room aesthetic as a... As, uh, 
So, you know, Masters of the Universe. They, in the movie and uh, the book, Bonfire and the Vanities, that's, oh, uh-huh. that's the term is where it's coined. Uh, Tom Wolfe called them Masters of the Universe. Tom Wolfe, great writer. Uh, uh, writer of Masters of the Universe here, not so great. <laughs> not the best writer I've ever... The writer was uh, John uh, Cheever, uh, working uh, quickly. Oh, look, now the light has come, and it's... Look, they have... I thought that the the ground was gray, but now it's a lovely... This is a weird kind marble. of tile marble yeah. that gray stone is made out of. It's more interesting than anything else in the movie. Some, some really great set design and set painting. Oh, yeah, it's a commercial. Okay. And, yeah. All right, so, There's yeah, a commercial. Uh, commercial. So we're going to skip the video. Uh, you guys are Let's listening. Let's skip ad right now. Let's do skip ad. Three, two, one. Skipped it together. Very nice. Right, so Give us a call. We, we have a uh, buffering. Zero, 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 five, one, one. We're at 1639. Here. There it goes. There we go, starting 1640. Find them! Oh, here comes some blue lightning, vertical, uh, oh, horizontal and lightning. Why do all portals end up being round like that? They, uh, all portals sort of uh, China, look then, the then same. China, that's why. <laughs> it's a scary hole. It's very, <laughs> which way are you going? I guess that hole is for out only. And of course the dwarf... Almost drowns in a foot of water. Uh Uh-huh, but it looks funny on screen. (laughs) Just like how you want to... It's how easy it is to drown a three-year-old in two inches of water. Don't do that. Watch your kids in the tub, everybody. Watch your kids in the tub. (laughs) Seriously. When you were were a baby, wasn't it scary when you put them in the tub and you're like, don't... If they fall over, they can drown. I'm just... I'm a nanny, so I'm always afraid of killing people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta use a garden hose. (laughs) Kids don't care about heat or cold. He just rolls him off. So he stops. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, yeah. even had this. This is no CGI, so they actually had water inside the mask. That, that was another $100,000. Uh, yeah, but poor Billy Barty, whoever's in there, has to like. Had to push some button. And okay, we want you to wear this, this suffocating mask. Then we're going to duck your head into a pod. And then you can uh, squirt out water from your ears from these uh, packages that will squeeze your head in. And, and they, they put all that weird silicone on his face. And do you remember in the movie The Mask with um, uh, Jim? Uh, the guy who has red hair and he's in every, Eric Stoltz? Eric Stoltz. And he was the lead character. And that makeup, like, I guess really messed up his face because it was in the 80s. And I'm wondering what happened to poor Billy Barty here with That's all of this yeah. crazy, like, weird silicone stuff on his face. Well, I he, mean, he's, he passed, he's passed away. So oh, yeah. yeah. That was probably the lead poisoning from that weird stuff. He's trying to keep it alive in the eyes, but it's difficult with all that stuff on him. And it's the ears that are... He, he was found drowned in a pond. I didn't want to bring it up. He was what? Drowned no, in a pond? Is that how he... No, just he, like Poltergeist. Yeah, take that back. He died in the... Uh, I take that back. And they're looking for something. Alien life form. They're all together. Where's She-Ra? Let me blast it. Oh, yeah, so... Schnarf! Nope, that's a different one. Schnarf is from uh, He-Man. No, Schnarf... Is Schnarf from He-Man? Yeah. No, Schnarf is from uh, Thundercats. 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 And Schnarf! I hit a singularity where all these cartoons are the same at this point. Yeah, they were. Well, in the 80s, you were an adult, so... you No, that's not true. I watched a lot of Inspector Gadget after school. Oh, Inspector Gadget is Uh, great! Star Blasters or Star Blazers, the the episodic, apocalyptic uh, Japanese cartoon. That was kind of fun. But, you know, I also watched uh, a lot of sitcoms or whatever when I came home. But I, I did watch some cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. How did you feel about Facts and Life? 
Well, you take the good and you, and you take the bad. <laughs> take them both and there you have. The facts of life. Yeah. The facts of life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I like the facts of life. They went to Paris. I like the... They had George Clooney as a handyman. Mm-hmm. And, and Sean uh, Aston, the other Aston, Sean Aston's brother. Oh, uh... The blonde Aston. Blonde Ash. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because he's his blonde ashy hair. So Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there's Courtney Cox. Oh yeah, there Courtney Cox. Is. Ooh, probably people. Look at the prices in the back. Forty-five cents for coffee. Well, yeah. They, so well, here we are in the real world. And uh, oh, Jersey, right? They got fast food in Jersey. Oh no, they're not in Jersey. They must be in Texas. New Jersey, Texas. Is this this is Courtney's first role after her role in um, Leprechaun? When she was in Leprechaun? No. She was. I I just remember the first thing she did was the Bruce Springsteen video. She was in the front row of a Bruce Springsteen video, and she looks about this. She's young here. Yeah. Well, the video games are vintage behind them too. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about yeah. a man about a love. I guess it fails the Bechdel test. Right. The <laughs> it has anything to do with them as people. It's who they are in relationships to men. Yeah, yeah. this is classic. Good. And now yeah. soon into relationships with He-Man. She has to get out some more 80s clothes. It's 80s night at a, at a party at, at Club 80s. I got to dress like I'm in the 80s. I, I miss feathered hair. and uh, when, uh, She has the bangs where you, you take your bangs and you curl the top half <laughs> one direction and then you curl the bottom half underneath and then you hairspray it and then you fluff it all together so that you have an enormous bangs situation happening up front. It's what Courtney Cox is rocking right now. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like a, a poodle on her head. And so is the guy. Uh, looks like he's been doing a lot of fluffing and feathering as well. It's, well, uh, maybe they're wearing masks as well. <laughs> Just like every other actor in this movie. I got you what you want, a dire bucket of chicken. Thanks, I was hoping to get a chili dog, or fries, or hot dogs, or shakes, like the sign says. The sign says hot dogs and chili dogs. Isn't that redundant? <laughs> I feel so awkward on first dates. Thanks for the bucket of chicken. I'll eat it here in the van. <laughs> Kevin, don't start that again. I'll sit in the back of the van. Do you like it when I eat a bucket of chicken in the van? God, that's In so the van, far. they have the whole back of the van. See, can. the sign says chili fries, fries, hot dogs, and shakes. So and it's in an old, uh, That's that's got to be an old wiener schnitzel that they used and uh, reappropriated yeah, for the purpose. Oh, that explains why there's no hamburger on the sign and the fact that chili dogs and hot dogs are both on the sign. And I won't let it go, no, Pam, because <laughs> it's redundant. Why don't you say chili and hot dogs or just hot dogs with chili? Maybe chili could be a second one. Chili could be on the side. You just say chili, hot dogs, I say chili. burgers because I'm trying to be short. Chili. No, I say fries. Hot dogs, chili. No, wait, hang on. What I'm saying is that chili is, you could add chili to the fries. And you could add you chili, could add chili, chili to, the, to the hamburger. Absolutely. You could add chili to the hot dog. Mm-hmm. It isn't like inclusive to the hot dogs by putting a chili dog and then hot if dog. If you have chili in the building, you can put it on anything. It doesn't have to be a chili dog. I'm, I hear you. So if I come into a sign that says hot dogs, fries, chili dogs, no, chili dogs, fries, hot dogs, and shake. I'll be like, well, what about the chili? Can I put it on the fries? Can I get a chili shake? Like, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't apply it. It's a different kind of chili. It's like a C-H-I-L-L-Y. Don't you guys sell hamburgers like every normal place in America that sells hot dogs? And they'll be like, so that's just, that explains why they don't sell hamburgers, is that it was it's, a wiener schnitzel. It was a wiener schnitzel yeah. because it had a peaked roof. That's how you know. 
I know. I don't know. I mean, the only time I see wiener schnitzels are usually at the Museum of uh, Food Court. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, they found the bucket of chicken. How did that? I wait a minute. Yeah, how did that chicken? I was Trans-dimensional chicken. <laughs> mm good chicken. Hey, what's this thing called diarrhea? Why, they put these foods on the little white sticks. No, they're rib bones. Oh. Are they all vegetarians? Why are they all so Yeah, scary? they're all vegetarian. Oh. All we've eaten before is cock. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, exactly, what are they eating in gray school land, in yeah, the Masters of the Universe cock. land, if they don't like? What does he have put in his mouth? Oh, yeah, they eat, like, beets and shit. I guess stains their fingers. But how could, how could He-Man be that big if they didn't eat meat? It's the beats, man. You know why? Because when you, like, pee, it looks like blood. And you go, oh, my God, I should consult the doctor. And the doctor would be like, you know, you should really work out, He-Man. And He-Man's like, all right, I'll get my pecs going. Oh, so here we are in the real world at a gravestone because why not depress the fuck out of people? It was a plane crash. Those things just happened. Her parents conveniently died in a plane crash. Maybe if the plane didn't crash, the plane probably Oh, crashed. this is going to be a story like in Gremlins when she's like, it was Christmas and my dad wanted to be Santa Claus <laughs> and then there was a rat. Let's watch Gremlins. <laughs> so you should tell the people why you chose this family-friendly movie anyways on this particular day. Of well, I mean, we're, we're recording this on July 10th, and uh, it's just... Uh, the it's actually June 12th. <laughs> June 12th. But, yeah. All right, so we just got... When we woke up, there's been breaking news about one, probably the worst massacre in American history, so we're playing a light movie. We're picking a kid's movie uh, just, to, just to acknowledge that, you know, we are grounded here in the world. And it's a tragedy, and uh, uh, but we have a show, so <laughs> we're gonna keep the show going. But yeah. it's for the kids. But it's for the kids. Yeah. So, so don't let your kids be afraid, uh, because what they should really be worried about is a machine made of tuning forks that can uh, cause a, a rift in the universe so that you can tra travel back and forth between time. I should give a shout out that this movie is not appropriate for kids. Uh, just 30 years on, like the, just the whole view and the, and the violence engaged in it is really not for children. So just want to give you a heads up that we're playing a kids movie that I would not let any kids, kids watch. Kids would never watch this movie because it's way too slow. They can't handle, like we've been in the same scene now for about 10 seconds and that's <laughs> way too much for them. They can't be like, there's two people in a scene talking to each other with a tuning fork thing and they there's no way that they would they need they need it to be fast 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 skeleton explosion and blah, blah, blah. it's they, they don't want the story to progress but linguistically what story is going on is oh i have no i there's a trans-dimensional rift that's gonna i guess they're gonna go into the real world that would be cool they skeleton need in the real Fox world. in this movie like teenage ninja turtles a great franchise continually puts out bizarre movies that become cult classics. Oh, this I don't think any of their movies are cult classics. You don't, don't think, think so? Any I don't think people cry out, oh, hey, let's go see Secret of the Ooze. Uh, I disagree. Um, my boyfriend is 31, and he's one of those late millennial types, and he loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of it. All of it. He's, and if it's, he made me watch one on Netflix, I'm like, this is awesomely terrible. 
Uh, Courtney Cox is in the real world, and uh, she's, I don't know, I guess they're getting a band ready. They're blowing up more balloons or something. It's a dance. Remember high school oh. dances when they had real bands? I don't. We always just had a DJ that played Def Leppard and stuff. Well, she's on the food table, which, by the way, doubles as the craft service table in the movie. <laughs> Craft services. I've been seeing a lot of craft services around the city because they've been doing a lot of filming in San Francisco right now. Yeah, they were shot like a fake uh, uh, concert in Civic Center or something like that, and they had a huge craft table service. They've been doing, um, they're done with it now, but they were taping everything for the Netflix series Sensate. They were taping a bunch of things in a bunch of different places. And in the first series of episodes, they actually have a scene down at Atlas Cafe that's oh, a block here, here from, here. yeah, from Mutiny Radio. I'm like, how do I contact them and have them do a scene here? <laughs> do you think there's no comedians got in the background? <laughs> that would be great. Uh, and there was actually a call that was put out on the bacon for like, you want to be an extra in Sensate? Here, go to... Nice. Here. By the way, her character's name is Evil Lynn. Which in the 80s makes sense because there was Ginger Lynn and there was Amber Lynn and there was now Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn, yeah. yeah. Those are all porn actresses. Mercenaries. Uh, is she a porn actress? She has a she has a pretty big rack there, but it could just be made of metal. You, you, well, it looks like a big rack because she's wearing a bra on it that has made out of metal dangling uh, hooks to separate it. So. Ooh, lizard people. Oh, here's all the, the characters. Correct. That's it. That's is all character explanation we're going to give you guys. Just your name. <laughs> I like the lizard man. Because he proves the existence of the lizard people. The he-man, he has slipped away from me. Sorry, I just got into my uh, Mario voice. Go through this. So they're going to, like, I want you to get the he-man. Giving a prep speech. Like, Skeletor, why can't you just do it yourself? Why do yeah, you be a mercenary? Exactly. Yeah, fill out his paperwork. Well, I think he's worried about leaving his kingdom, and, like, the guy in charge really shouldn't be. I mean, you never. When you're playing chess, you don't have your oh, king. I think uh, there's a. We're in a commercial. Commercial, so he just stops. When you're playing chess, you don't really have your king play that much. You sort of let the king sit back. You're not. You try not to be too aggressive with the guy in charge, because oh. if they die, then we're what happens to all your stuff? One, two, three. Skip. And we resume to movie. Twenty-nine minutes and forty seconds. Do not fail me. Do not fail me. That's where we are. Yeah. So you're. Well, I get it, but I mean, like, does he even leave Grayskull? Does he go into the real world? I think that maybe that's the whole point, is he can't leave Grayskull because he's not a real person and he's just a bunch of skeleton bones that were reanimated in some way, so his magic lives maybe sort of in that castle. So maybe if he walked out of it, he would just like decompose into the bones that sort of built him and that it's the evil in the place that huh. keeps him together, maybe? Maybe that's right. I think it's because he's a big fan of the TV show Friends, but it hasn't been existed yet, and he doesn't want to cause a weird time loop by showing up in 1986 to tell the young Courtney Cox that uh, he's a really big fan. Uh, and that is actually a way, that, that theory holds more water, I think. Yeah. And He-Man, of course, knows the answer because he's gay, and he watches Friends all the time. Is Dolph Lundgren gay? No. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe. Spread the joke. Well, Look, that's her mom and her dad. She looks so much like her mom. Wait a minute. That's uh, Ed. That looks like uh, Married with Children. <laughs> Ed O'Neill and uh, Katie Seagal. Oh, my God. Of course. The portal opens up into the high school. Because where else would it? We're here to see Onto the, the illusions. illusions ball. Merry Christmas and happy pyramid. And 
no, no high school dance has a pyramid. Why, why would they even build it? Come on, guys. It's a, because it's a Mason school. <laughs> it's the Mason school. Uh, She's going toward the big dunk tank. I just saw full frontal nudity. A picture of uh, David, the sculpture. David, if you're trying to pretend you're a beast man, it's not funny. <laughs> uh, okay, coach. It's, oh my god, it's Beastman and Karg. Uh, he just threw Beastman. And we have swords again, very nice. This is like every high school fantasy. She's shooting lasers. Well, that pyramid lasted all of two seconds. Dude, my Rhodes uh, synthesizer. They're shooting lasers too. It's not cool, man. There's supposed to be a dance there later. I don't think I'm like... And now things are on fire. Absolutely. Uh, burn down the high school. That's That always works. Okay, guys. We're going to light the set on fire. I want you to continue acting in it. And go ahead. Fuck <laughs> this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> this time, Ellie. Beast okay. man. Beast man is clawing his way through the choosing not to use lasers. Uh, or, oh, she's crawling. She's still faster. What Beastman is saying in Beastman language is, this mask is fucking itchy. Get it off my fucking face. <laughs> There's a fucking fire going on. I can't breathe. I'm a Shakespearean trained actor, and now they're making me be in yeah. this outfit. I don't even get to show my facial expressions, and I and I went to Juilliard. I'm a, I'm a stunt man, and I've worked on Sterling Ace and Cannonball Run, and how Needham doesn't work this way, and I'm not going to work this way. Cannonball Run, a great film. Yeah. Cannibal Run 2, so great film. Still a great film. Speed Zone, a.k.a. Cannibal 3, it's a movie. Smoking the Bandit, a.k.a. <laughs> it's Cannibal yeah. Run 4, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Smoking the Bandit 2 with the elephant, not that good. <laughs> Smoking the Bandit 3 without uh, Burt Reynolds, but Impossible. with Jackie uh, Cleason. Yeah, it's a movie. Maybe there's a full-length version on YouTube we could watch together someday. It was a really, it was a golden time from like, what, 77 to 84 of movies. Yeah, I think that one was a little later, though. Was it? No. Cannonball Run was... Cannonball Run was definitely in the time frame, but I'm thinking of like, smoking a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. That's got to be... That's past the time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there was Stroker Ace, uh, you know, because he made a lot of, uh, like Gator, like a lot of 80s, 70s action films that had like racing and boat racing and... But then in the 80s, you know, Burt Reynolds came out with Hal Needham, director Hal Needham, with films like Cannonball Run and uh, A Stroke Race, where it was just this crazy uh, 80s racing action. But it was it was the thing that was the, um, it was the love boat idea, where you take all the stars that are currently famous and you uh, put them in a movie. Right. And you make them all do this silly thing, where, like, you know them from characters from other places, yeah. but then they're all together in this movie. With like Jamie Farr playing a Arab. Right. As I believe... <laughs> Sheik, Arab Sheik, sorry, I finished my thought. They're, they're running around looking for He-Man uh, They're outside a pizzeria, which I'm sure the pizza was awesome back in the 80s. I'm not going to lie to you, it was probably really good pizza. And they were like, gluten-free? What's that? This is the 80s, man. You just eat the shit we gave you. And they go, okay. And I feel really sick because I really, my body can't handle gluten and I need to lie down. And like, what? This is the 80s. You can't lie down well, in it, And it could also be the cheese, not just the gluten. You might oh, be yeah, lactose right, intolerant. You could either be glucose, you, or glucose. You could either have a, a gluten oh. issue or you could have a You can keep issue. kosher and it might have been like a piece of like uh, pepperoni on there. And it's just like. <gasps> can't a, do it. Not with the cheese. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
It's so sad you can't eat a cheeseburger when you're Jewish. Yeah, maybe that's for the better. A bacon, a bacon cheeseburger. No more bacon Oh, yeah. You know what? No that's the reason why the Jews last longer. How they get colon cancer is beyond me. And his laser worked to kill the uh, fourth string Darth Vader. These are very noisy lasers. And now Courtney Cox is in the game here, shooting. Yeah. So they... Well, they got a high school ball that is just a, a deal. A lot of neon in this movie, which is very important for background so you know what direction they're going. Right, and this might actually be the same set as the Skeletor set. I can see by the... They just put some dumpsters on it and called it a... Well, I can see the uh, Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtle uh, costume. Absolutely. In the background, they're waiting patiently for He-Man to stop shooting so they can get on with their movie. <laughs> they're doing a lot of swirling. This is where it's like fast cuts when the action's happening because you can't really tell. Sword fighting in close quarters. So you can have action happening. Someone's going through your cycling bin right now. Also, we, we, haven't, we haven't talked about Dolph Lundgren's... Um, Penis? His, uh, his mullet. He's really sporting a very fashionable mullet. Well, this is the magic of movies. It has to reflect the television, uh, cartoon series, and the dolls, his hair. Ah. Because that's why I'm paying good money is to see my doll in live action or my Saturday morning cartoon show. But He-Man didn't have, I mean, it wasn't like a Barbie where you can brush their hair. The boy no, dolls really. were always just solid on their yeah, head. Yeah, it was solid plastic. It wasn't like they, because the hairstyle that Dolph Lundgren is sporting, like, you could have a doll that had that luscious long locks that you could brush, and it looked like a Barbie if you chopped its hair off, you know, in kind of a weird way. Yeah. Brushing. And uh, now, again, she was, first she was a girlfriend, then now she's a victim, and she's being seen in relation to and men. We're watching this at closed captioning and they just mentioned that Jimi Hendrix Purple Haze is playing, which is probably where the budget went in this movie. Absolutely. Uh, now he's in a music shop and he wants to know what to do with the tuning forks. Charlie's. Charlie's has neon signs to let you know it's Charlie's as well as that he works on radios. He has a radio, a neon sign that says radio on it. Oh, it's a is that Paul shop. Simon? No, it's uh, a... <laughs> Joey Pontiani? No, I don't know who it is. Hey, I played pawn shop dealer in, in uh, Masters of the Universe. <clears throat> oh, he's hawking the intergalactic. He's, yeah, he's uh, trying to the intergalactic tuning forks. You know, this movie, this guy is a greedy guy who's trying to exploit for money. He-Man, that's just not what this movie's about. Oh, wait a minute, that's totally what this movie's about. It's to exploit He-Man for money. Awesome. It's a laser light. It's a it's a mini planetarium. It's a. <laughs> I'm gonna write a clickbait headline about this. So a man gave a gun to a pawn shop. Check out what it does to the ceiling. You won't believe what it does to the ceiling. They're in Laurelwood, so this must be New Jersey, or I don't know what kind, what state are they in? It's got well, everything's filmed in California on Paramount, right? This might be a Texas movie. Well, they mentioned, I mean, they said New Jersey, so well, it's got to be East Coast. I think like the, 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 her prince her, lives in New Jersey. I wish that I had been a scriptwriter in this time, because, uh, you know, I could write this drivel. Yeah, you know, you probably did, Pam, and we're unaware of it at the time. <laughs> you just woke up, and, like, the carrier was there, took your draft, and, like, you left. And this, this young um, boy character he looks familiar to me like he's oh, 
you know who he is? Okay, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Isn't he from Caddyshack? He's oh, he's the, he's the guy. He's um, Noonan. He's Danny Noonan. Yeah. Isn't he Danny Noonan from fucking right. Caddyshack? He is. He was married to a famous country s- <gasps> singer. If I just and, figured that out, you tell me next time we see him. I really think it's Danny sure. Noonan. Oh, he's outside your garbage can. I think it was. <laughs> I was like, he looks so familiar. Why is he? Oh, they're at the senior's home with a bunch of ammo. Oh, no, no, no. This is the high school that was burned down. Oh, the high school. Oh, it says, welcome seniors. So I thought it was an old age home. Right, Someone right. Welcome probes. seniors. No one welcomes you to the to the old folks home. Oh, they just oh, put you in a room. Don't mind. Welcome, welcome. Don't mind the ambulances outside. They're not for you yet. Oh, man, burnt. These Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles showed up. And you won't believe what happened. A portal opened up and some guy named Beast Dude <laughs> showed up. It's Beast Man. The, the Beast Master. That's the name of a, a movie, right? Beast Master, yeah. Beast yeah. Master 2, Beast Master 3, and Beast Master 4. And then, of course, probably the TV show on Netflix, Beast Master Nostalgia. <laughs> remember Beast Master? It's now a Netflix show. <laughs> and Everything's remember on Nostalgia? Netflix. It's Netflix as a show. <laughs> nostalgia? Actually, the CNN did the Nostalgia show, the 70s and the 60s. And oh, they, see, there's a Back to the Future principle. Oh, look at you, right. He's been in a lot of things. He's like, duh. He's also in Top Gun. Donald Pleasants can't do it, I'll take it. He's he's in Top Gun. He's um, he's the one who gets mad whenever they do the flybys. Oh, whenever, yeah, like, whenever Maverick, Maverick. slacker. Yeah, every time they do a flyby on the tower, he's, then he spills the coffee all over himself. That's that Goose character. McFly, your whole family's a bunch of slackers. <laughs> I get these movies mixed up a little. Goose McFly. And I swear that's Danny Noonan. 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 And and a terrible person. He left his girlfriend to go pawn this item that he found when he was with her in the woods. And now she's been abducted by E-Man. Well, you know, it all worked out. They all got to meet new people. Tila and her father, Duncan. Humans from another dimension. She's happy now. She's like, look how pretty he is. Oh, my God. Oh, so oh, there's T-Man and the human is now going steady. All the, all of the choice he could pick for humanity, he picks a high school, te- uh, <laughs> high school teenage girl. I hope she's 18. Well, she's working in a weight staff, so she's got to at least be 16. All right, so now the the tiny dwarf leprechaun creature is oh, back. Wildor, so Wildor, well done, Wildor. Wildor is Wildor. like Hodor, but oh, I thought it was like suffocating actor in suit, but his name is Gildor. Hey, hold the door, Gildor. <laughs> I'm making door jokes. Oh, this is a primitive car which has like a theremin player. Well, he augmented it in some way to make it. Oh, he has he technology from... A car hacked. Here's right. seven car hacks you list. No, number seven is crazy. No, you're graceful. He hasn't left this fucking castle this whole fucking well, time. Well, the king... Yeah. The king always sits on the throne, though. Look, he's on his throne. Yeah. And the symbols behind him, those must be meaningful. He's like, sit your butt here. Throne approaching. Get your keister on the meester. Uh, she looks very much like the wife of Ming 
uh, from um, Flash. Uh, he's incredible. Name of the universe. Flash. Yeah, Flash Gordon. He. She looks like when Ming takes the girlfriend from Flash Gordon and turns her into a his girly wifey thing. He tries to marry. That's what her makeup and hair are looking like. This is all like an homage to all these other movies. Well, they probably had to work fast. They're just like, you seen these movies? Just do what they do. <laughs> just, just do what they do and make money. I wonder how much this grossed if it lost a lot in the in the theaters. Oh, yeah, it probably broke even. You know, these films, like, we're watching them 30 years removed, so they made their money. They made their money. It depends on who you are. I mean, if you're actual talent involved and you go to Paramount and you say, how much money has this movie made? They go, oh, it's probably a loss. In fact, we're showing it for free on YouTube. Uh, you didn't make any money on it. But, I mean, they must have made some some cash. Yeah, and even now, I mean, if you're watching it on the Paramount Vault, you get those commercials, so they're getting the money from the commercials, yeah. so do they portion that out to this I-list character here? Does he get any, does he get any dividends from that? I don't think that? he, me, might have, that one might have signed a contract oh, saying... Lizard Man's dead. No more lizard people. If you can act in Masters of the Universe, we'll give you a million dollars right now. <laughs> take it or leave it. They'll say, okay, I'll take it. A million dollars. Yeah, so this, this film, this scene right here costs $17 million just because there's 17 million people in there. Right. There's 17 <laughs> people in there. Yeah, well, that's why, they, like you said, they've got the board members wearing the, wearing the yeah. uh, Darth Vader masks so they can be there to protect their investment. I'm sorry, but Skeletor doesn't push women down the staircase that way. He gives them more of a hard push.
And in forests they smiled like me and you But now it's come to distances And both of us must try Your eyes are soft with sorrow Hey, that's no way to say goodbye I'm not looking for another as I wander in my time Walk me to the corner Our steps will always rise You know my love goes with you as your love stays Just the way it changes like the shoreline and the sea But let's not talk of love or chains and things we can't untie Your eyes are soft with sorrow Hey, that's no way to say goodbye Sleepy golden storm is many love before us. I know that we are not new in city and in forest. They smile like me and you. But let's not talk of love or change and things we can't untie. Your eyes are soft with sorrow. Hey, that. No way to say goodbye